Hey everyone, my name is Erin Vicente and you're listening to What the Hell's Next. Hello and welcome back. It has been some time since last episode and I do apologize about that, but I wanted to say a quick thank you as our last episode got to over 1,000 listens, which was awesome. So I am definitely excited to be pushing out more podcasts for you all in 2023. Jordan and I just got back from an awesome family vacation to Hawaii, which was a nice change of scenery. Jordan has some family out on Oahu, so we are lucky enough to have a home to stay in while visiting the island, which is amazing. But this trip, both of his parents, his sister, my mom, and my brother were all able to come. One person, however, was missing from this mix, and it was definitely noticed. I know I've mentioned this in the past, however, I did lose my father one year ago over Christmas of last year. My father was the most incredible man, and it was an extremely sad and unexpected loss. He struggled with uh, health issues pretty much his entire life, but he never let that define him, which was so inspiring. Those who knew him knew that he was pretty much always in pain. However, he would never let this stop him from being involved and definitely getting in on the fun. He lived every single day like it was his last, and he loved bigger than any other sing- or any other person in this entire world. He was so selfless and loved his family unconditionally. That's why on December 21st of 2021, so many people's lives changed forever. This was the day that we unexpectedly lost him to COVID. This is the part that will still get to me. Um, He struggled with health issues throughout most of his life and health issues that should have taken him honestly years ago. However, he persevered and overcome things that no doctor ever thought that he should have. What kept him going was his love for his amazing wife, my mom, Therese, as well as my brother, David, and myself. My dad loved his family and he would fight because he didn't want to leave us. The thought of him fighting for years like he did and then being taken by COVID was definitely a very hard pill to swallow. I think he honestly knew that our family was taken care of, and it was finally time for him to take some much-needed rest. He knew that my brother was there to take on the role of the protector. He knew that my mother would be set up to live a very good life, and he knew that I had found a very loving husband that would protect me. But still, that definitely doesn't make it any easier. I miss my father every single day, and there is a massive hole in my heart knowing that I will never hear his voice again. I would give literally anything to be able to hear him say, I love you, or I'm proud of you once more. This past year has been a really tough one for me and my family. However, we know that my father is in a much better place, and he is no longer struggling. We've come to terms with the situation and are in a pretty good place. However, grief is something that I've never experienced like this before, and I think that it's something that not many people know how to deal with. That's what I want to talk about to you all today. Just like with sports, it is so hard to move on to the next stage of life or into a new season of life. Even if you have never felt a loss or grief, I'm sure that we can definitely all agree that stresses and changes can be hard to deal with sometimes regardless of what situation causes them. The last few years have been a constant state of change, and it can be really hard to deal with all of these changes, even if they're big or small. A person's early 20s are a really hard time because there's angst and discovery, unpredictability, and a sense of self-realization that happens. It's the time that we truly leave childhood behind, and we enter a whole new world of responsibilities, which can be super fun sometimes. It's also a time that demands quick decisions about careers, relationships, finances, and so much more. 
I wanted to talk about a few ways that I've learned to deal with these constant changes um, and grief. The first way to deal with constant change is to simply give yourself a break. Life is hard. Especially with the relevance of social media, we see so many people our age who are doing more than us. We constantly watch as others score their dream jobs, get the six-pack abs while still getting to eat a cheeseburger. We see friends having babies and building these perfect families, and we can't help but compare our lives to theirs. But it is so important to remember that social media is just a highlight reel. What you don't see is that friend with the perfect job who may have to you know, sacrifice spending time with their families and pulling all-nighters, stressing over work that needs to be done. We don't see the friend with the six-pack abs slaving away in the gym every single day and missing out on other activities. We don't see the potential miscarriage that our friend had to go through before being blessed with their beautiful child. This is another important piece of advice of limiting your exposure to social media and the news. Not everything is as it seems, and it is so important to remember that we are all still learning. No one is a master of this whole life thing, and life is hard at some points for every single person. We should give ourselves a break and allow ourselves to live in the moment and be happy and thankful for what we have. It's important to show ourselves self-kindness and speak to ourselves kindly, with the same sort of empathy and warmth that you would show to someone who you care about and who you come to for advice and a supportive ear. This involves reminding ourselves that in those moments we are Um, stumbling or having a tough time that we're definitely not the only ones who are going through a period like this. It's part of being a human to drop the ball sometimes, to hurt, or to really have flaws. If we stop and remind ourselves that we are not alone in these experiences, we can often offer a bit of relief to at least know that we are normal and we are in good company with the rest of the human race. The next piece of advice is to turn venting into action. Yes, we are all humans and we all go through a bad season of life. However, what sets us apart from each other is how well you can actually move past these negative events and turn them into positive ones. This is going to sound harsh, but I am a strong believer that the only person who really cares how you are feeling is yourself. You're the only one who will truly ever make you happy, so it's important to take action and not just vent others. Now, don't get me wrong, having a strong support system is extremely important. There are so many people out there who love and care about you. I am lucky enough to have a loving husband and two loving families, my in-laws and my immediate family. Another tip is to make sure that you have a strong support system throughout your whole life and not just while you're going through these periods of struggle. Taking time to really foster these relationships and having a strong supportive friend and family group really gives you that sense of belonging, emotional support, and helps to increase your mental well-being overall. However, even with this, if I cannot make myself happy, and take actions to live a fulfilling life for myself, then I will not have the space to actually allow those people to love me and return the love and support back to them as well. The next way to deal with these changes is to actually acknowledge that things are changing. When I was younger, I used to think that affirmations and positive self-talk was silly. When we're being mindful, we're allowing ourselves to notice upsetting emotions and those ideas that filter through our mind without either pushing them away or holding on to them too tightly. Replacing these upsetting thoughts with the positive self-talk can develop a really healthy image of ourselves and, in turn, boost our self-confidence. Positive thoughts mean positive emotions, behaviors, and producing a much better outcome, while negative thoughts often lead to those negative emotions, behaviors, and, of course, poor outcomes. I've talked about this in previous episodes. However, replacing thoughts like, I can't do that because I'm not good at this with, 
I used to not be good at this, but I can get better. It'll really help motivate you. People are capable of amazing things, and there's absolutely no reason why I can't do amazing things as well. This goes for everyone listening as well. Extraordinary people are 100% committed to their dreams and are willing to do whatever it takes in order to realize that dream. Ordinary people, on the other hand, just talk about their dreams and never actually take actions to accomplish those. Ordinary people can do extraordinary things that can change the course of history. All that you need to do is work hard and believe in yourself. Another tip that I have is to realize that even good change can cause stress. A person's early adult years are full of stressors, and yet many of these stress points are because of positive decisions that need to be made. Should I take this job or that job? Is the person that I've been dating and love the person that I want to spend my life with? Is now a good time to start trying for a family? All of these decisions are ones that will lead to happy and positive things, yet they can be very hard, stressful decisions. One good change that I made in my early 20s was choosing to move to San Diego. I had lived in Arizona my entire life throughout college, and I graduated um, with Jordan, and him and I decided to move to San Diego to be closer to his family. While this was the best decision, it did cause stress on my end because my family was in Phoenix, and I did used to spend every weekend with them. Moving was a change for us all, and it definitely became a stress point to stay in contact with them and make sure that I was visiting enough, even though I was extremely busy with my life here in San Diego. The important thing in situations like this is to remember that your family is the most important thing in your life. You will need to make sacrifices for them. However, it is so important to remember that you need to take care of yourself first in order to be take, or able to take care of others in any situation. Transitioning on from how to deal with change, I did want to touch on a few ways that I dealt with the grief of losing my dad specifically. Our biological parents give us life, and the parents who raise us shape our lives in really, really big ways. My father was with me from day one, and he formed the foundation of my identity. My mother is my best friend. She is always the nurturing one, and she is an incredible and strong woman. However, my father and I had a very special bond. He was the one who molded who I am in my career and the reason why athletics are such a big part of my life. He instilled a sense of adventure, hard work, and importance of family into me. It is so hard to keep doing these things that make up who I am without him there to share in the experiences with me. As I talk about the ways that I dealt with grief, it is really important to note that the grieving process is very individual. There is no right way to grieve that applies to everyone, but there are things that you can do to help along in the process. When my father first passed, I had so many people tell me to do this, or it is natural for people to pass. The worst comments were, well, he was in pain, so this is a good thing. Grief and loss is so individual, and I don't think anyone should try to tell you how you feel or how to get better. This is my first piece of advice. Don't let someone tell you how you should feel or how you should act. Let yourself be the one who knows who you are and do what you need to do to make yourself feel better. When someone is saying, oh, I know how you feel, you should try this, or it's been four months now, you should start to move on, all you need to do is smile and say thank you and then walk away. Even if your grieving process is different from those close to you or different from what the articles say that you should feel online, that's okay. Let yourself grieve how you need to. The second way I dealt with grief is to let myself feel these emotions. I am normally a very unemotional person and I tend to laugh through very bad situations, which has gotten me in trouble quite often, um, or I just choose to ignore these emotions altogether. 
it wasn't until I fully let myself cry into my husband's arms for hours that I truly started to feel better. The second way for me was just to stay busy. When I would sit and look at my phone, I find that I fall into this deep cycle of sadness where I am looking at all these happy families and these people who have no idea that such an incredible man just passed away. That just would make me mad and would throw me into a really deep sadness. I would find that all I would do is wake up, head to my desk, stare at my screen at work, and then go back to the couch and sit there until it's time to head to sleep. When I would make my mind busy and I would work on projects that make me happy, such as photography and outdoor sports, I would find that I would miss my dad, but I remember the good times that we shared and not the sadness that I feel for him leaving. So my advice for you is that if you're going through this or any stressful situation, find things that make you happy and keep you busy. There are so many ways to deal with grief, and the truth is that nothing's going to help more than time. Time will cure all, and as long as you try and stay healthy and surround yourself with really good people, you can get through whatever season of life you're in. Whatever happens, you will get through it, and there is always going to be a positive thing waiting for you on the other side of that valley. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. I'm going to try to be posting every two weeks again because the first few episodes did get a really great response. So once again, thank you for that. Thank you for listening to this episode, and I hope to see you all on the next episode.